Hey, what's up everybody? Real quick before we kick off the show today, just want to thank you so much for making Crunch Time Plays a part of your day. Wherever you may be listening, however you may be listening, welcome to Crunch Time Plays. If this is your first time listening, or if you have not caught all eight episodes of this podcast yet, I just want to plug those really awesome guests real quick for you. Auburn Undercover's Nathan King was in episode one, followed by former North Carolina men's basketball coach Matt Doherty. He's the author of the new book, Rebound, From Pain to Passion. You can check that out on Amazon today. Episode number three is John Shipley, covers the Jaguars for Jaguar Report, does an awesome job. Jaguars have a really important number one overall draft pick coming up in April, so make sure that you check that podcast out and see who the Jaguars are going to be taking at number one. I think you'll probably be very familiar with that person. Episode number four of college football extraordinaire Josh Pate of 24-7 Sports. He is the host of The Late Kick with Josh Pate. Episode number five is Mike Yuva of Watch Fox 57 in Columbia, South Carolina. Episode number six is Locked on the Gamecocks podcast host, Keith Alsep. Episode number seven is Aaron Torres, Fox Sports Radio host, also the host of the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast. And then episode number eight, which is the most recent episode, Paige Kuhn from Bleacher Report. She's also a co-host of Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. They've had some really amazing news the last couple of days on their podcast. Another co-host, Matt Miller, NFL Draft Scout was recently hired by ESPN to work for them through the NFL Draft this year. So that was really exciting for them and for Paige and Mello and and Matt. Just want to give them a shout out real quick. And as soon as you're done listening to Crunch Time Plays, head over and check out Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. But it's time to kick off episode number nine of Crunch Time Plays. Roll the intro. And here we go. It's time for the Crunch Time Plays podcast, where we talk all things sports from the collegiate level all the way up to the pros. And now, here's your host, Bennett Ganey. All right, welcome in to episode number nine of Crunch Time Plays. And so we got a special treat for you today, live from the undisclosed location in the probably the bracket bucker somewhere. It's kind of like a military operation, you know, undisclosed location. Bracketology is a military operation. And so thankful to have ESPN bracketologist Joe Lenardi with us today. Joe, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Bennett, yeah, I, I wish I could share the location, but, you know, that is classified. Absolutely. And, you know, we're trying to keep those, uh, you know, Syracuse and St. John's people and some of those other, other, uh, you know, we can't be having an insurrection here at the bunker. No, absolutely not. All right. I want to ask you, I know you got a book coming out. I want to ask you real quick, just how bracketology got started and what gave you the idea to start it. Yeah. I wish I could say there was a grand plan, uh, but like many things in life, it happened, uh, accident of circumstance, if you will. I was a sports writer uh, based in Philadelphia, covered uh, what we call the big five teams, Villanova, Temple, St. Joe's, Penn, and LaSalle, uh, 
through most of my early career, most of them, or at least, you know, in a given year, there's usually a couple that are, you know, in, in, in the national picture, uh, playing in the tournament, advancing in the tournament, et cetera. And I, I've been able to cover all of those teams in the tournament and, and their successes. And I guess I just fell in love with not just the tournament, but kind of the mechanics of the tournament and how they put the field together. Um, and it's just, it was a hobby if, if, and that even might be too strong a word. Like I would just like sit around and say, wouldn't it be cool if so-and-so played so-and-so and kind of went down that path. And, and like I said, who knew that a people would care about it. B that there would be a platform in which to connect with the people who care about it. And then really not even C, but more like Z uh, that like you could get paid for that. Like I talk to some people who aren't sports people and go, you get paid for that. And I'll say, God bless America. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I know for me growing up, I grew up in South Carolina, still live here. And for me, it was so fun just to come up and, and watch you with, with your brackets and all that. And been so looking forward to having you on and just so thankful that we were able to set it up. And I wanted to ask you about what kind of formula that you use. Is there any secret sauce, to, any method, <laughs> any method to your madness? I know you put out bracketology to start the season. Is there, and then you obviously have it throughout the year and, Obviously, mm-hmm. lead, leading up into March here in next month, but is there what's the secret sauce to bracketology for you? Yeah, I'm 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 actually happy, you know, to share it. Uh, you know, of course, then you'll have to be eliminated immediately. <laughs> uh, so it's really up to you, Bennett, if you want to know. Uh, <laughs> no, like, look, here's what I do in a nutshell. And this is a very, very, very important distinction for people to get. And we spend a ton of time in the book talking about this. Most people think two things about me, if, if they think about it at all, right? A, that I'm an expert on winning bracket pools, which I'm not in any way, shape, or form. Do, you know, am, am I maybe a little more informed than the average person filling out a bracket? Of course. Does that generally matter in a sporting event, which is known to be the most unpredictable in the world? Generally, you know, I suffer the same fate as everyone else. So, you know, my expertise is in saying what the bracket's going to be, not who's going to win the games. Now, you understand that, right? But the casual people that only start paying attention after that bracket gets printed in the newspaper, right? They're the ones I'm talking about. The other misconception is that when I go spouting off on TV or internet or podcast, you know, whatever, that that I'm saying my preferences for the field and how it should be put together. When my job is to set those personal uh, wishes and biases aside and predict a committee because at the end of the day, there are 500 other people on TV giving you their opinion 
of who the best teams are or who the bubble teams should get in. My job isn't to say what should happen, but what will happen based on the committee's history over the years. Ergo, the formula, the secret sauce, the magic, if you will, is based upon an ability to study the committee and apply what they've done in the past, usually the more recent past, to what they will likely do with today's set of circumstances. Uh, You know, every season is different. You know, some years we have a Dayton and some years we don't. Some years we have a 38 and 0 Kentucky and other years. Well, I never thought I'd say this. We have a five and 13 Kentucky or a six and 13 Kentucky, whatever they are. It's not good. And, uh, you know, my job is to be ahead of the public and in step with the committee because that's what I get paid for. Like, Anybody can go, well, I think Alabama should be a one seed. Well, I I might think that, but if the committee met today, they wouldn't be. They'd be right there, but they wouldn't be. So, like, how do I know that? Because, well, the 18 other times that there's been a team like Alabama, they weren't a one seed. And I study all that. So if there's a secret, that's it. And and if – if you want to, you know, make it in present tense, how does that matter today? Who did you play? Who did you beat? Where was the game? And does it project to how you might perform in the tournament? Period. End of story. I get in trouble when I de- when, when, when I get out of my lane. That's awesome. All right, I got one more for you, and I know i got to let you go here in just a minute, but who are the teams that maybe – are in the middle of the field of 68 right now that are kind of on their way up, like kind of who's hot, who's not kind of thing. Who who are some of the teams kind of in the middle of the field that have the chance to get up to one of those top four seeds? I know we had the top 16 reveal just recently. Who are some of those mm-hmm. teams? And then who are some of the teams that are in the middle of the pack right now that could end up on the bubble it come March? Yeah, I you know, teams teams that are moving up that weren't in the top four uh, Southern Cal and Creighton are both playing really well right now. Arkansas is playing really well. Uh, Oregon had a lot of COVID issues and, and they're, they're playing like, you know, the first or second best team in, in the PAC 12. Uh, and, you know, if you take away when they play against Gonzaga, BYU is really good. Uh, t- teams going down uh, a little bit. Uh, it looks like Wisconsin may have peaked a bit. Uh, same with Missouri. Uh, not entirely sold on Florida. Uh, and and then you've got some teams that 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 could be really good that just can't seem to stay or or get on the court uh, through no fault of their own in the pandemic. Louisville. Uh, St. Louis uh, come to mind, and 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 then we have you know the Blue Bloods, the Dukes, the Kentuckys, the Michigan States that just you know for whatever reason 
aren't, you know, they, 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 they've been invaded by somebody else in their bodies. And uh, we're not, you know, we're not, we're not seeing them at their normal level. Yeah, I know. I got a buddy that I grew up with. I've known ever since I was born that's in law school at Creighton. So I know he's going to be really happy when he listens to this and finds out that you have selected Creighton as a who's who's hot kind of team. But Joe, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I know you're really busy with March coming up. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media and how often you release your bracket on Bracketology and and talk about your new book sure. and how people can purchase that. Well, sure. Uh, at ESPN Lenardi seems to be a popular Twitter follow. Uh, we, we, we release new full brackets on ESPN.com every Tuesday and Friday. So there's one out this morning. Uh, and then it, once, once the conference tournament starts, we update them every day. Sometimes more than that, if there are upsets uh, and the book uh, the, the publisher's Triumph Books. So triumphbooks.com, amazon.com, Google Bracketology book. Uh, it's not hard to, to, to get at this point and um, hope people enjoy it. Yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it, looking forward to reading it. And uh, I know you're a mediocre golfer as well. It's like you, you're a great follow on Twitter, what you say <laughs> in your, your Twitter profile, you're a mediocre golfer. So I've I'd love to get around to golf in with you one day as well if you got time. There you go. Well, you know, yeah, I'm 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 aspiring to break ninety. <laughs> and every just, once in a while, it happens. Hey, I'm just happy if I can break ninety as well. Joe, you're awesome. Thank you so much, and look forward to catching up with you soon. You bet. Thanks for having me. Thank you. All right, that was Joe Lenardi. You know him from ESPN. College basketball bracketologist. Don't forget to follow Joe on Twitter at ESPN Lenardi. If you want to purchase a copy of Joe's book, Bracketology, for a, a more expanded conversation on what we talked about today, you can purchase that by clicking the link in the show description. I know Joe will really appreciate your support. But it is almost time to get out of here. Can't thank you enough for listening. If you want the latest on Crunch Time Plays, You can follow me on Twitter at Shotgun726. Follow Crunch Time Plays on Twitter at Plays Crunch. And we're also on Instagram, respectively, at Shotgun726 and at Plays Crunch. Thanks so much for checking out Crunch Time Plays today. If you love what you heard, if you had as much fun as, as we did, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, Apple. Google Play, Spotify, wherever you like. And I'm just so thankful to have you on board. And I'll see you next time right here on Crunch Time Plays. God bless everybody.